0: about a guy, uh, he sits down at a a table in a restaurant, you know, and he sits down to eat his meal, and he gets everything set, and his silverware, and his food shows up, and and he folds his hand, bows his head to pray, and the guy at the next table goes, oh, you're one of those. He goes, I'm sorry? You're one of those. I see what you're doing there, and the man said, well, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be offensive, but I, I generally like to offer thanks to God before I eat my meal and the other guy says I don't have to thank anybody for my meal I provided this for myself I just dive right in first guy says yeah my dog does the same thing (laughs) this uh this morning we're not having a slideshow because I'm going off script um they love it in the booth when I do that because I wrote this sermon this morning and things were great. It was a sweet, happy Thanksgiving sermon about the joy of giving thanks and, and, and living in a place of gratitude. And all that's still applicable. I'm just in a different place. And I'm the one with the microphone, so I get to do whatever I want to. But the, the, when I wrote that sermon, everything was different than it is now for me, specifically for our family. We were getting ready for Thanksgiving. It was going to be fun. It was going to be. Uh, er, er, some of the family were coming in. Um, we had uh, some family members that were uh, uh, have some immuno-difficulties, and so we had everybody get tested uh, before they came in. And and uh, the the we call them the ants. I can't describe these people to you um, very well. That their relationship is so complex. That, that I can't fully give you uh, uh, how they fit into our family. They're technically uh, Hillary and Heather's aunts, um, but they're more than that. They, uh, they changed my diapers before I was ever even thought of being a part of this family. Um, they, uh, they helped raise just about every kid for the last 50 years, 60 years in Jasper Church of Christ, really in a lot of ways in Jasper County. Um, they're those kind of people, and you know, you know what I'm talking about. They, they, uh, they weren't going to come because they had tested positive, and we made jokes about it. You know, if it was going to happen to anybody, it happened to them, and everything was hunky dory. And then one of them went to the ER, and uh, she went to the ER and proceeded to get worse. They put her on a ventilator. Um, then they had to do an emergency transport to uh, a, a bigger city. And now she is in the cardiac ICU in Beaumont um, fighting for her life. And all of a sudden, I'm answering questions from my kids about how, how can we be thankful at a time like this. And so I figured we're not the only ones. I mean, this year has been wild for all of us and i know for a fact that many of you and especially many of you at home are are in the same place you're 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 having trouble it's hard to be thankful when times are difficult it's hard to find a way to say thank you when you don't feel like you have a lot to be thankful for and we go through the motions and we do the holiday but it's hard you know The first Thanksgiving, if you go far enough back in America, was sometime around 1610 in Jamestown. Because the the Jamestown settlers had started off at around 400 people, and by the end of that year, they were down to 60. And they had prayed earnestly for supplies because they didn't have anything. Their their supplies had run out, their crops weren't working, they thought they were all going to die. And when that supply ship showed up, they called a corporate community meeting, and they all came together and gave thanks to God. Later, the pilgrims, that's the one we all remember, right? And uh, when there was about 100 of the Wampanoag uh, Native Americans, and of the 100-and-something guys and, and people that had got off the Mayflower at Plymouth Rock, less than 50 were still alive. And they came together, and and it wasn't like we see it pictured on the 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 pictures that you see. There was, you know, they probably weren't eating turkey and stuffing. They were more eating the 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 fish that the uh, the Native Americans had taught them how to catch, and a little bit of corn because Squanto had taught them how to raise that. Um, All their English crops had failed, And, and yet they still the writings talk about how they are quote, "partakers of plenty. They wrote about how, uh, how uh, they had a bountiful harvest by the providence of God. And you look at that and you go, how in the world do, do you have are you thankful in, in that kind of situation? Later, the official proclamation of Thanksgiving, Came in 1863. Abraham Lincoln proclaimed a, a national day of thanks. Washington had done it before, but it wasn't at the same time. And and Lincoln Lincoln's interesting. You go through. I mean, he was forced out of his home at seven. His mother died at nine. Uh, Twenty, he was fired from from his what he thought was his career. He tried to go to law school, but he didn't have the money or the education. And he he started a store and went into debt and failed dad at 23 he had about five failed election attempts for different offices he lost a, a child died at four uh, and, and in 1863 in the, the middle of, of one of the, the bloodiest well at that time the bloodiest war that America had ever seen he proclaims a day of thanksgiving and you go how in the world can you be thankful at a time like that David does the same thing. There's a lot of Psalms we could talk about because David, one of the beautiful things about David is he had these full ranges of emotions just like we do, except even though others I'm sure did, he recorded his more than a lot of the others. And so we get to see that that I'm not alone. Psalm 13, when he's talking about how long, God, how long are you going to ignore me? How long are you going to leave me here? And, and there's a lot of people who feel that way. How long are you going to make us struggle like this? How long are you going to just sit up there and not listen to our prayers? But David ends that psalm by saying, He has dealt bountifully with me. And you go, how, how can you be thankful in, in a time like that. I think part of the reason is that thankfulness is more about us than it is about our circumstances. Our, our culture now is telling us we should be thankful for, for, for this and that and all the good things. And that's true. But thankfulness comes out of our view of God. It comes out of our view, how we view the world. It's about me and what's inside of me. That's why these pilgrims who had nothing and who had lost at least half of their number if not more could still say they were blessed by the providence of God because they looked at everything as being from God. Because thankfulness is more about me. It's more about us than it is about my circumstances. It's more about us than it is about my possessions. It's more about us than it is about any of this stuff, and it's about us because it's how we look at God. David understood that. Paul understood that. Multiple times in Scripture, you find Paul uh, in in situations where he shouldn't be thankful at all. In chains, in, in prison, glorifying God, thanking God for his situation. And then he admonishes his young churches to do the same thing. 1 Thessalonians 5, be thankful in all circumstances, he says. Be thankful in all circumstances? Notice, he didn't say for all circumstances. He didn't say that, that we're thankful for everything that happens to us because That's not the way it works. But in every circumstance, I can still be thankful. Even when times are rough, even when times are tough, even when I feel like David and I want to say, how long are you going to quit listening to me? I can still be thankful because it's not about this. It's about me and my relationship with God. If what I told my kids was that they call her Mimi, if if Mimi was here, she would tell you that it's okay to be thankful. Because no matter how this situation ends, we already know how it ends. That's hard for a 10-year-old to understand. Let's be real honest. Sometimes that's hard for a 50-year-old to understand. But we can be thankful no matter what. As Paul says, thankful in all circumstances because my thanksgiving doesn't have to do with my circumstances. My thanksgiving has to do with the hope that I have through Christ Jesus. That's why the world that you're looking at on the news is in such turmoil, because they don't have that hope. And and when you're watching hundreds of thousands of people die from a boogeyman virus, it's terrifying because you don't have hope. But we, as Christians, we can give thanks in all circumstances. We can praise God in all circumstances, even when it hurts, even when it's difficult, even when it's hard. And the world's catching on. There's a guy named Robert Emmons that did a study. Uh, He called it the Count Your Blessing Study, and he basically had two groups. He had a control group, which is your group of people he doesn't do anything to, and he had his study group, and he asked the study group to, every night... To, to write down five things they were thankful for, uh, for every day, but, but every night before they went to bed, every day to, to, to write down five things they were thankful for. And, and they were to do that, and they did that every night for like for like six months or, or something. I don't remember exactly the, the, the context. You can look it up. But um, when they came back together and he calculated the data, the study group that had been counting their blessings, that had been living thankfully, was happier, physically healthier, more at peace than the study group. And, and psychologically, Emmons postulated that, that there's something about living thankfully that changes not just your, your mind and your thought process, but your very being. And so I want to encourage you. You want to do something fun, play that study this week or the next month or however long you want to do it. It's not homework. You're not going to get checked. But, but start doing that. You know, when we, were all, when we were kids, we were taught to say our evening prayers. And some of us, you know, we, we kind of lost that now. We, we just go to bed. And, but, but maybe we should go back to calculating a few things we're thankful for every evening and, and remembering th- that it's not about the circumstances. It, it's about our relationship with God. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16, and we'll read this together. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. The will of God for Christ Jesus in me. The will of God is that I find joy in every circumstance that I never stop praying and that I'm thankful in each and every circumstance that presents itself it's not always easy it's not always fun but when we are in Christ Jesus the will of the Father for us found in Jesus, found as adopted children in Christ Jesus, the will of the Father for us is that we can be thankful in every circumstance. I don't know where you're at this morning. I hope that if you're watching and you're in a place where you're struggling, that we've offered you a little bit of hope. If, if you're here and, and we can help you, we can pray with you, we want to do that because we believe strongly in that. I'm going to respond to my own invitation and ask you to pray for, for Elaine Harrison this morning and because we need that. My family needs that right now. And, and I know there are a lot of you who are in the same place. And if we can help you with that, that's what we sing this next song for. And, and if you don't have hope this morning, let's find Jesus. Let us help you find Jesus. If we can help you in any way, won't you come right now while together we stand?